everybody and welcome back to this bonus series of the She Can, She Did podcast, solely focused on the theme We Can, We Will, weather this COVID-19 storm as business owners that is. If we haven't met yet, hello, I'm Fee and I'm the founder of She Can, She Did, slash the one asking the questions throughout these episodes. Before I introduce today's guest, I am so, so pleased to say that this bonus We Can, We Will series is now sponsored by Tide Business Current Accounts, aka the business account that I've used and loved ever since I made the switch to being a limited company at the end of 2018 and finally got myself into gear and sorted myself out with a proper company current account. If you haven't come across Tide yet, it's a business current account dedicated to startups, entrepreneurs and freelancers, which makes managing your business's finances a whole lot more simple than I'd envisioned when I first launched She Can, She Did, hence why I kept putting it off. It didn't come as a surprise to me, therefore, when I learnt that in recent weeks they've set up a really useful hub dedicated to providing help and support for small businesses during the coronavirus outbreak, which you can find by heading to www.tide.com co forward slash blog forward slash coronavirus or by following the link in this episode show notes. From finding out how other businesses have overcome the paralysis to their industries in order to keep moving forward, what small businesses in Spain want all of us here in the UK to know about surviving the coronavirus, to some good old tips and tricks for working at home more productively, you can find all the latest news, updates and help dedicated specifically to small business owners like you and me there, which will update as the current climate evolves of course too. With so much noise out there at the moment, they've also provided digestible information on government support for business owners in the form of a really simple coronavirus government support eligibility checker. Bit of a mouthful, I know, but it's a really useful and is void of all the fancy financial jargon that I don't know about you, but I find so unbelievably confusing at times. Essentially, it's a chatbot that asks you a few simple questions about your business and then it'll direct you to the right support that's tailored to your business's needs. Basically, it's pretty great. You can find the link in the show notes below, but I just want to say a huge thank you to Tide for their support and hope that you find the hub that they've set up as useful as I did. Anyway, a few weeks prior to the COVID-19 outbreak, I met the lovely lady that is Natalie Raven in a random meeting room in London to record one of the usual hour-long-ish interviews for this podcast. When the UK went into lockdown, however, and I launched this bonus series, as you may have noticed, said regular interviews went on pause for a bit because, quite frankly, recording, editing and posting hour-long chats each day would drive me a tad loop. So I reached out to Natalie the other day to see if she fancied chatting to me on one of these bonus episodes instead. Having launched Parcel in 2017, aka the London-based brand that was born from the simple notion that it's nice to be nice and connects you with the people that matter most in your life through heartfelt, useful and memorable gifts, it's safe to say that as the UK went into lockdown and the nation scrambled to find ways to show loved ones that we're thinking of them even if we're not there, Natalie has been busier than ever before. With that in mind, yesterday afternoon the two of us caught up via trusty old Zoom so that I could find out what the realities of that increased demand has looked and felt like behind the scenes. As a first-time mum-to-be who is due in a matter of weeks too, I also wanted to find out how she is looking after herself both mentally and physically and preparing for the little one's arrival whilst juggling the logistics of running a business that's more in demand than ever. This is what Natalie had to say. Na- 
Natalie, we're about five-ish weeks in, I think, four and a half, five weeks into the lockdown. I'm so aware. I think, was it 9th of March or early, early March that you launched your new range and then the UK went into lockdown. How has the coronavirus impacted Parcel over the past few weeks and how have you seen it play out over the course of March and now April? Um, Well, it was a pretty quick effect um, from the time that the general public were inside. I was inside for a bit longer than that because I'm pregnant. Um, But then once everybody else um, was in lockdown, it was pretty instant that the business sort of exploded it's been the busiest it's ever been and absolutely manic is just the only way that I could describe it really I mean in terms of like if is there a way of giving us an example of orders before versus orders now like on a daily basis like how how crazy has it got so to put it in perspective probably in six weeks I have I've taken more orders than I took in my first year oh my god Wow, that's amazing. And bearing in mind that the business is two and a half. Yes. Yeah, wow, that's incredible. Okay, so in terms of that then, it's it's all well and good kind of celebrating that, but I'm so, so aware that for you, given that you're also very heavily pregnant as well, juggling the logistics of all of that, et cetera, et cetera, delivery services, what was your kind of instant reaction to this? And how did you go about kind of meeting that demand? Well, my reaction at first was... uh, Along with everybody else, I was sort of waiting for it all to end, not the um, pandemic, the business. <laughs> oh, any minute now, they'll say, you know, you can't use couriers for non-essential things or there'll be something that comes up and it will mean that we'll have to close down. And I was, obviously, that would be financially difficult for me. But also, I thought, oh, I've got loads of baby stuff to do. You know, it, it's not the end of the world. There's a lot worse things going on. So I was sort of working in a way, thinking, "Oh, it's busy today, but it might shut tomorrow. So let's just see how we go." Um, like sort of all hands on deck. And then, obviously, as more details have come out, it's become clear that that it would be very unlikely, and that the demand wasn't just an instant reaction. Obviously, people are stuck at home; they want to send gifts. That's not really changing, but. Obviously, as you said, I'm heavily pregnant. I can't have any help because I run the business from home. And if I was even 20% as busy as this, I would have people here helping, which I'm not able to do because it's not safe to do so. Thank God my husband is not at work. So he's at home and he's been roped in. He's been promoted beyond his wildest dreams. Um, (laughs) He's head of um, box breaking up. Um, No, he does lots of stuff. Um, I'm not kidding though. No one appreciates unless you have like, because I get it with the mingles when the deliveries for the mingles arrive and the boxes come and I get my parents because I work normally from theirs. They're roped into squishing those boxes because oh my god that's such an annoying job (laughs) yeah and especially when you know things this is the this is the problem it's not nothing about the business has changed it's just the time scale so the amount of stuff that's arriving every day and leaving every day is just colossal compared to what we're used to and obviously if the business had grown to this in a normal manner you know over time we we wouldn't be in this position we wouldn't be doing it on our own we wouldn't be doing it from home etc but you're in one of those situations where you you can only do what you can do and I've just said let's just keep going until we can't go anymore because at the end of the day it's it's a nice thing that people are doing for each other and I'm glad to be to be doing something nice during a time like this and I'm also really grateful to be working at all let alone more than usual so yeah we're just we're just doing the best we can but logistics wise it is it is no joke I mean no I can imagine in terms of like 
you obviously rely on all of these indie brands sending stuff like correct me if i'm wrong sending stuff to you you then box them up in the kind of curated boxes and then you send them on to the people that buy those said gift boxes right so have you in terms of like that um supply chain what were the conversations like in terms of all of those indie brands because you know i follow a number of small product-based businesses who i've kind of seen they're all facing their own different challenges you rely on all of them so did any of those get disrupted or like in terms of you know the logistics with the delivery the couriers all of that like how have you gone about managing that yeah there was definitely there's definitely been issues with certain brands they can't get certain things or slowly as time goes on they're either closing or slowing down they're working with smaller teams and they've like you said they've got their own challenges but pretty much from the beginning it's just been a lot about keeping up communication with people because I'm playing it by ear. One one week, I'm saying, oh, yeah, can I get 20 of these? And can we get it in a few days? And that's you know, normal. And then by Wednesday, I'm like, I need 100. Can you get it here tomorrow? You know, it's just, and sometimes I say yes, sometimes I say no. And before all this, I would always be panic-stricken. Oh, something sold out on the site. I don't know. I hate when something's sold out. Now it's like something's sold out. Move on. There's other things people will pick. Like there's bigger issues. You just have to get what you can get. And I've also made a decision during this time, because I do stock some some bigger, well-known brands who have the infrastructure to keep going, you know, more so in situations like this. Um, but I have decided to, for now, they sold out, you know, once I'd sold through that stuff, take them off the site and stock brands that I know are being hit really hard because the shops that they stocked in are closed. And, you know, it's a difficult time for a lot of these brands and they've been supportive and part of my journey f- for three years and if I can help them by stocking them as much as I can and selling as much of their product as I can then that's that's what I'll do and like I've said to them while you've still got it I'll still buy it and when you run out I understand so we're just we're just taking it day by day really and I just have a lot of rushed phone calls and thank you so much thank you so much for getting it here but we it's quite lucky because a lot of them they work from home anyway they run the business from home so logistics wise they're you know just keeping up as much as they can yeah yeah. I feel like there is something to be said like everyone's in the same like we're all in it together right so there's that kind of underlying understanding between everyone right now that everyone's muddling on and trying to make the best out of this situation in terms of like on very quickly I've obviously had um things about queues at the post office and all of that kind of thing are you going to the post offices or it's your husband or how are the deliveries actually getting out so the main parcels we um send by courier so they collect them from here which we're so grateful they're able to do I mean between the stock delivered the baby stuff being delivered and the stock and the parcels being collected it's like we're, we're best friends of all the couriers <laughs> two meters apart don't worry but yeah, they come and collect them. So that's there's delays, but again, we're just making sure that the website is clear, that they're, that things are slow, and people are understanding at the moment. Um, as long as you don't promise people things that you can't provide, um, and then our mini parcels, they are sent by the post office. So my poor husband, that's another one of his fun jobs. I'm not allowed in there. Just crack the whip. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, I'll be back in four days. I'm just going to get in the <laughs> Our post office isn't one that's taken this three parcels only rule or what it, you know, some of them have. That would have been killer if that happened, touch wood. Yeah, I heard that the other day on um, Heidi from Aesthetic Laundry. That was the first time I'd heard about it. And I was like, oh, that is horrendous. If that happened, we'd have, I mean, we would just, it wouldn't be doable. But um, again, there's problems. There really, there's certain places where it's really slow, but... Again, I'm I'm keeping in touch with customers and letting them know 
and they understand a lot of the time that you know it's out of, it's out of our hands and the post postal service are under a huge amount of pressure so luckily what i'm sending is not they're not life or death you know things they're just gifts and if they're late this they're, they're hopefully still lovely if, when they get there yeah yeah definitely right now then given that you are due in june i know that you were planning on kind of giving up for your maternity leave at the end of or mid may end of may what are your priorities right now given that the business is busier than ever how are you kind of preparing for the next few weeks if you are planning on kind of slowing down which is so understandable yes yeah, so i i had anticipated slowing down already that has not happened it's gone right the other way but that's fine um yeah so I'm thinking about end of May now um if I can last that long just because again it would be crazy of me to to shut now when there's so much opportunity so I'm just basically playing it by year like with everything else seeing how far I can I can survive doing it how how for how long it's healthy for me to do so and just really prioritizing the time in that every day the, the most important thing of that day is that stock comes in and product goes out that's it everything else is a bonus if I get time to do admin or even look at accounts you know things like that then that's I mean that would be bizarre nowadays but it's just about getting product in and getting product out and all the other stuff I'll deal with when it's karma <laughs> Yeah, 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 I think there is like something to be said, isn't there? That you just kind of the whole concept of like planning right now is just it's kind of irrelevant. Like you just you never know what's going to happen. Um, I mean, you must have like if if people are kind of um writing like or buying these gifts for all loved ones at the moment, you must have quite a unique insight into how people are feeling right now. So what's that been like? What are you learning from all of this? Just about all of us in general? Yeah, it's true actually. That that's really true and. It, one of the things that I uh, know we spoke about it quickly before we come on here that I was worried about at first was that it feels odd. It's, it's an odd scenario to be to be doing well out of something that you feel so sad about. But, and it doesn't take away the fact that you you feel sad about it. Um, but it's kind of uh, amazing because I think, oh, God, in the future, we'll all look back in, in whichever way it is. Oh, do you remember the corona times? And I'll think, yeah, do you remember that the times where just hundreds of people loved each other and they used parcel to show that? And it's I'm so proud of it. You know, it was it, it's something lovely that came out of something terrible. But it's so I mean, I write so many of the same sentences every day now, which is like, I can't wait to do this or we're going to celebrate so much. Or, I can't wait. You know, the messages have changed so much from them. All the messages are always lovely. It's not like you send someone a gift and write something. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> yeah, I really like you, but enjoy the bath salts. <laughs> no, uh, but it's all just, you know, just ha so sentimental how much that you miss each other and how much the stuff that you're worried about and you care about just is, has changed so much. It's just, it really is beautiful to see what, what people are sending each other. And I'm really grateful and proud to be helping them do it. Yeah, you should be. And it, like, obviously, you're rolling with that a bit. I know so many brands right now are speaking to two friends that run a market, like they're really hot on marketing. And they um, shared a PowerPoint the other day from like some big company that was basically saying about how uh, they've done like loads of research about how brands are responding to this and whether you should be marketing throughout all of this and like the overarching consensus is there's no harm in it as long as you're responding to how your audience feel. But given that you know is it's one of them things like you're not the first person to say that there's like that almost like guilt saying that you're doing quite well in this how are you going about 
making the most of this opportunity because it is an opportunity for people your business to thrive how are you I guess treading walking that line what's what's the phrase treading that what is it the line is it yeah let's roll with that treading the line (laughs) we'll make it we'll make it um yeah I mean it's definitely been one of my concerns um I would say that really all I'm doing is just carrying on the same I haven't you know all of a sudden launched a new corona box or (laughs) I had nothing I mean even if I was that tactless to do that I'll have time you know all I'm doing if anything I'm doing much less marketing just because I don't have time for Instagram emails all this stuff I I barely even think about it and when I do all I'm doing is mainly sharing what's happening so far so lovely messages that we're getting um, from that customers are sending their friends or examples of for example we've got a, a bridesmaid box and a lot of people have been sending it to brides who have ha- who've cancelled their weddings which I didn't it, it's just amazing you'd never I never dreamed that that would be what it was sent for and it's it's more just sort of interesting to me and lovely to I, I see things and I think oh that's so kind and thoughtful and that's nice to share rather than saying oh you know if you're stuck at home why don't you buy all your top five friends a gift or people are people are clever enough to to, to see through that anyway I don't I, I haven't seen many brands doing that and no. I think ones that are people can see straight through it um I'm lucky that you know the the massive growth that came about from this happened on its own it was totally unexpected to me and and I certainly de- didn't go out and get it I was just going I was just busy looking at my new collection and thinking about that and then all of a sudden boom this happened so I think yeah as long as you don't all of a sudden just totally change your angle about the, the way that you speak to people and you know the way that you engage with your audience then you, you're just going to carry on as best you can and so I'm just trying to be honest and I haven't as much as I've not been saying, oh, this is the best thing ever. I Look how much stuff I'm selling. I'm having a great day. I'm also not hiding the fact that I'm really busy because, you know, I'm busy because people are doing lovely things for lovely people. And that's that's nice to hear too. Yeah, definitely. I love that. In terms of like, if you are, um, if you are, that sounds like I'm challenging it. I know you are. Um, given that you are as busy as you are right now, how are you making sure that you're looking after yourself, especially with Bump too? mentally physically what what self-care like like for you right now um yeah I think one good thing about being this pregnant is that you don't have a choice about falling asleep it just happens (laughs) (laughs) nothing going on it's unavoidable um so I've just taken it on as part of my day and yeah trying you know getting outside it's all just the basic stuff that everybody says getting outside when I can because um obviously the day just can fly by and you thought you haven't seen daylight but I think as well, the the odd mixture of having something so big and awful happening in the world and something so big and wonderful happening in my family, but, you know, that we've got a baby coming, it has made everything else seem so insignificant. And so part of my, I guess, self-care at the moment is just that I'm not, I'm just not worrying about other things. Like all that I have to worry about is keeping the business going and being grateful that it's there and being healthy and being getting prepared for the baby and I used to worry about a thousand and one more things a day and now I just think I don't have the time and I don't have the inclination especially when there's so much noise you're being you're being sold this and told this and this news and this Instagram and I'm being quite particular about what I listen to what is around me 
just have a bit of silence and breath sometimes yeah a hundred percent I mean it's like it's it couldn't have been a bigger wake-up call for everyone I think it's given everyone so much perspective over what's important and where they need to just what they need to prioritize and yeah who they want to be around and all of that it's it's been a crazy little journey um okay rounding up then Natalie if you could offer any fellow business owner any advice right now what's the first thing that comes to mind um I would say this is maybe in particular for somebody who is able to that is doing well in this situation or has still an opportunity to be up and running would be that this is the first in a lifetime hopefully once in a lifetime scenario where the world is so open to change look consumers are so open to things being different they're so much more flexible and they're I think much more understanding of businesses and creatives and brands working on the fly you know like we said earlier we're all just doing our best with what we can do and there'll probably not there'll never be another time that a consumer is so forgiving to that and so if you are thinking oh maybe I should try this or I'll give this a go or you know maybe I could make this system easier or more simplified or add this in whatever it might be now's the time to do it because if it doesn't work now it's never going to work you know people are responsive they're open they're sitting at home waiting to, to see what you've got so so show them is what what I would say and also if for any reason and I'm sure it wouldn't but if it does go skew with then like you said there's so much noise out there that there at the moment that now is almost a good time to kind of try those things that you're, you're not quite sure about or you've been like scared to and if it does go wrong no one cares because there's so much noise out there it will quickly be forgotten about yeah absolutely you can blame it on this that, that yeah. <laughs> also I think that if you've you know, a lot of times when if you, you're starting a business and it's quite slow with sales at, at the beginning, it's hard to um, judge what's doing well and what isn't because it, it's all quite slow. Whereas when the pace picks up, it's very obvious. When you keep seeing the same candle 70 times a day, it's very obvious that people like the, this candle or whatever it may be. And I think it, it's quite good because it stops you worrying about the small things like as, as soon as I have a slow day before all this I'm like oh I need to change the branding it's the box color it's this it's that and I start picking all these details and it's like it's not relevant when push comes to shove that's not the problem the problem is getting the audience the problem is getting people to you the problem is do they have the drive to shop it, it, it's not because you your boxes are ivory and not white anymore um so I think it's a, it's a good time to focus on the big the bigger picture and, and worry about that and as we said before just stop worrying about all the little details love that thank you so much honestly I feel like do you know what I love about you is you just you just say it how it is there's no like tiptoeing around it <laughs> I'm too busy I haven't got time <laughs> no I love it thank you so much Natalie honestly I really really appreciate it and best of luck with everything because you so so deserve this oh thank you do you need another nap now <laughs> yeah I do honestly I've been drinking this fucking decaf coffee that isn't Oh, this isn't still on it, is it? I just saw. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of the She Can, She Did podcast. It really, really does mean a lot. If you happen to enjoy it, it would mean so much to me if you could please rate and review the series because rumour has it, it helps to boost the podcast in the charts, which allows more female founders and aspiring business owners to find it. For now, though, I really, really hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening once again. And please do look out for tomorrow's episode.